Hi, and welcome to the research room, the space to make research by the people for the people. Today we are going to finish off our um, topic of memory. Um, and so I guess I've, I've covered a few things here, but the thing I will be talking about today is another way to think about uh, improving your memory. So I've already kind of talked about, um, about apps, uh, brain games, and how they um, actually, for the most part, work. Um, we, there's a lot of questions about how exactly they work, but um, they do work at the very least. I think I'll be telling a fairly different story today. Um, but I, I think when it comes to like memory in general, right? Like we we all kind of want better memory. At least I think we do. And I, I mean, I, I think like. It's just so annoying, at least for me, when I'm trying to remember something and I just, I can't. <laughs> this, I mean, I'm often annoyed because I can't remember anything. Um, there's so much that I cannot end up actually recalling. Um, and uh, like I said, like that's, that's annoying, right? Like that's annoying for yourself. It can also be annoying for others. Like let's say others are trying to like get you to remember something for them. They need to just like have you hold on to this information for a little bit while they do something else. And then maybe they come back to you and you're, they're like, okay, so like, what was, what was that list that I told you? Or like, what was, what was that phone number? Or like, what was that name or whatever it was, right? What was that topic we were just talking about? And like, yeah, um, they're sitting there waiting for you. Like they thought they could depend on you. And you, you're just like <laughs> staring at them blankly and you don't uh, recall or you tell them yeah, even worse, something wrong. Um, that's, that's frustrating, <laughs> I think. It's frustrating for yourself, um, frustrating for them as well. And of course, all that is is memory. Um, it's not the memory that we necessarily always are thinking about. Uh, things that happened in the past that we can like recall and recount. Um, yeah, memory is happening ongoing. It's all, all the time. Um, this thing that's like con uh, collectively just kind of like there, right? And so, most of that um, is our short-term memory. That is uh, even more specifically our working memory within that that place that we can like house things and like think through them and try to remember them and try to connect them to other things. And um, all of that, that kind of stuff happens within working memory. And so the article that uh, I'm gonna be talking about today is all about working memory. And they um, wanted to do like a review on three different um, types of um, techniques that hopefully would improve working memory. Um, so let's say, Let's say I had to tell you a list of things um, that you had to remember, right? Let's say that list is um, person, woman, man, camera, TV. Would you be able to remember that in, let's say, in 10 seconds, in 30 seconds, in a minute, in five minutes? Do you think you would remember that in the same order that I, I told that to you, person, woman, man? camera TV. Potentially only uh, geniuses can do that. But um, if you're not a genius, potentially you could also try some of these techniques and see if they work for you. But probably not. <laughs> and I'll explain why in just a little bit. So um, these three techniques that the 
um, authors offered. Um, they are the ones that seem to be fairly common. Um, all of them deal with this idea of rehearsal. So rehearsal is just any time that you are practicing something over and over again in the hopes of like getting it right later on. So they have articulatory rehearsal, and I'll explain what these all are very soon. So there's articulatory rehearsal, there is refreshing, and then there's elaborative rehearsal. When it comes to articulatory rehearsal, that is, I mean, I am articulating right now. Um, that is any time that you are saying something to remember it. If you are repeating um, that list over and over and over again um, in your head, <laughs> that would be articulatory rehearsal. If you said it out loud, that would be articulatory rehearsal. It doesn't matter if it's in your head or if it's out loud. Um, as long as you are repeating it over and over again, if you're saying it over and over again, that's that. Um, then there is refreshing. <clears throat> that is something that, like, I, I mean, I think for the most part, it, your mind is just is kind of doing that anyway. Um, it is refreshing the um, items or the pieces of information that you need to know. Um, it is going through them quickly while you're still taking in other information, while you're still like doing other things. Um, your, your, uh, your mind is literally just like, I mean, as if it took a snapshot and like you, you see that snapshot over and over and over again. If it's that list of um, person, woman, man, camera, TV, um, you might see that list. And if I told you another list, as I'm talking about that other list, you might be refreshing that first list without actually saying those things. Otherwise that'd be articulatory rehearsal. Then there's elaborative rehearsal. And that is when you are trying to elaborate on something, when you are trying to connect um, what that information was to something else, maybe in your life, maybe you're trying to put it within a story and house it um, in, in another kind of context so that um, there's a little bit more um, there for you to grasp upon um, and try to remember something. Um, you might put that um, full um, list of person, woman, man, camera, TV within um, some sort of story that you can remember. So that way you don't have to just remember these like five pieces of like disconnected information. It's all now just one piece of information. And so the question is, do these three methods end up actually increasing or improving our working memory? Let's, uh, let's see. So when it came to articulatory rehearsal, the authors concluded, no, it really doesn't. Um, they looked at it um, compared to other things and compared to those other things, it doesn't seem like it's actually doing anything. Um, it might seem like it's doing something because as you are articulating, you are spending more time on it. So potentially it's just that time that was spent rather than literally saying it over and over and over again. Maybe that time is what is actually um, increasing our working memory, but uh, not the literal saying of it repeatedly. So no. What about refreshing? Um, that quick little like snapshot thing that's happening kind of in the background as you're doing other things. Does that help? No, also no. <laughs> um, it doesn't help uh, increase our, um, our capacity for working uh, memory. 
we don't remember more items just because um, we're refreshing. What about elaboration? That seems very promising, right? That you're tying it to something more meaningful. Well, the answer is also no. <laughs> it also does not increase uh, working memory. Um, that's not to say that these three things are useless. They have their um, benefits, and I, I'll talk about those benefits in just a little bit. But um, yeah, broadly speaking, these three methods are not the methods that you want to turn to. That's unfortunate because a lot of people do turn to them <laughs> um, when it comes to the articulatory rehearsal. At least fifty percent say that they that is something that they do. It seems very common. Uh, for refreshing, maybe about 25%, and then about 20% um, for elaborative um, rehearsal. So, I mean, these are definitely things that people do, and uh, I'm sure there's also people that are like combining it. Probably most of us are combining some some of these. Um, there's also probably people that like literally just don't know, couldn't um, say out loud what they actually do, and maybe those also are included in, in these three. Of course, there's other methods uh, of, of increasing working memory and trying to remember like a list of items or something. But these three don't work. <laughs> um, at least not enough for us to say like, hey, like this is something that we should be doing, uh, broadly speaking. It might work for some people. Um, I, I, I can't imagine it wouldn't. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not the thing to like actually go to. So without finding in mind <laughs> that none of these three actually work, um, I, I want to place some other questions on top of that. See um, how, how truthful this is um, and how, how, um, how much we actually know about this, I think. Um, so the first question that I have, it's all about, does it really not work? <laughs> um, and like I said, I'm already kind of like offering, like, I, I think it probably does to some degree and for some people. And maybe it really is that time sort of aspect that is the most important thing. And that, that kind of goes across the board uh, for refreshing and for elaboration as well. Uh, you're just spending more time with it. And so maybe that's, that's the helpful thing. And that's also fine, I think, right? Like time, you have to do something <laughs> in that time. Um, and so if you want to rehearse in, in your own way, then maybe that's what you do. Um, but there's other things actually uh, that go on with this. Just because it doesn't work for adults on average doesn't mean that it's completely useless. And so something else that the authors actually found was that um, it ends up working for children um, and only for children as far as their review goes. <laughs> And so um, they also offer like a potential explanation for that, that children have not developed enough like attention skills to be able to think about things for long enough. And literally just by articulating something over and over and over again, by saying it over and over again, that helps their attention. And that means that they can keep those items in mind more often compared to an adult who already has those attentional skills. Um, you can argue against that. <laughs> I might also argue against that, but like um, that is the the thinking behind it is that and we we've already kind of gained these other skills. And so the um, articulation of something doesn't actually help, um, not more than any of the other skills that we've already amassed. So um, we have that case for children. Cool. That's I mean, that's a pretty sizable amount of the population um, that this does actually help. And then there's also, there's plenty of other um, sub 
uh, groups within the population, right? Adults aren't just adults. There's so much variety out there. So um, what is something else that you might think about? Well, there's people with neurodivergencies, right? If you're somebody who is neurodivergent, maybe this articulation is really going to be the, like the key kind of technique for you, especially if you're somebody who also has like uh, maybe ADHD, right? This whole idea that it is something that is helping your attention, that is, you have to focus to, in order to say this over and over and over again. Maybe that is going to be the exact thing that people need to do in that case. The thing is, uh, as far as I know, the research isn't out there <laughs> to actually say yes or no. Um, so these are the things that we have to be thinking about. Is, is this going to apply to me or is this not going to apply to me? And so I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just here to tell you that uh, I don't know. And then these are also things that you should be talking about and thinking about. Um, there's probably other um, subsets of people within population, again, that um, you, you might want to like think about does this help does this not help cool so that is one thing um i guess i'll also very quickly say for refreshing um for people it doesn't necessarily help working memory as is, like i said like it's, it doesn't help you remember all the items um in the way that like we would want but you can recall some of the items faster if that is important <laughs> maybe you recall like the last three items a little bit faster um as long as you are like actively refreshing in your mind but it doesn't necessarily um, help you remember the full list of things so that's like, the, the thing to remember with refreshing um and then when it comes to elaboration um it doesn't necessarily help working memory but it does um help long-term memory I think that also kind of makes sense. Um, maybe it just takes a little bit longer for your, your brain to like fully solidify some of that information. So in the moment, as you're trying to remember something, if you're in the middle of a conversation and you're trying to remember like a list um, or you're just trying to remember something for like a short term, um, elaboration is not going to get you there. Um, but it will help you remember, let's say, if you had to recall that list in a day or in a week or something, because you spent that time really trying to make that story or like attach it to like something more meaningful, you're able to actually like have an easier time and less, um, less mistakes when you're um, doing that elaboration method. So I wouldn't completely get rid of these uh, techniques, right? It's just, it's not that it will necessarily help working memory. Cool, I have more to say on that though, because this whole idea of memory, right? There's so many different aspects to it. How can I say that these techniques do not work for working memory so broadly? Uh, we don't know that, we really don't know. Um, the thing is, uh, and this is my second question is, when they are saying working memory, what exactly do they mean? And so this, um, the studies that have been done, those are mostly on just very, uh, like irrelevant things, right? Um, when you are coming into a lab, maybe you have to see like a set of pictures or maybe it's this like random list <laughs> of things. Um, maybe it's a set of numbers, maybe it's a set of letters. Like cool, right? Like maybe that is going to be important in some cases, um, but also there's so much more to life <laughs> than random sets of things that like aren't actually like attached to you in any kind of way. And actually I would say most things that you're trying to remember are things that are attached to you in some kind of way. You're trying to remember uh, like a grocery list that is like, oh, I need to like cook these things. So I need to remember what these things are. Um, that is very personally relevant and something you might wanna remember. 
does <laughs> do these um, techniques actually um, help um, something when it's more personally relevant rather than something that is very like neutral in your life? I don't know. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know if uh, the research would be able to say that either. Um, so there's that kind of thing. Um, when we have to remember what is memory. And so the way that they have measured it um, in these kinds of um, studies is that it's all about, um, I mean, things that just don't matter. Um, so if you had to remember, let's say, like social information, if you had to remember a list of names of uh, maybe friends, uh, or maybe it's your partner's friends that you're going to be meeting for the first time, and you're trying to remember their names, maybe that uh, you can use like articulation, maybe that, that whole refreshing thing is going to work, maybe elaboration is going to work. We don't know. Maybe you're a student and you have to remember like equations, or you have to remember like pieces of uh, historical information. Maybe you have to remember some sort of like chemical like reaction or whatever, right? Like all these kinds of things. What if you tried some of these um, these other techniques? Would it help then? All these like personally relevant sort of things. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see in time. And I hope the research actually is out there. Um, to eventually see these kinds of like answers um, when it comes specifically to working memory. And so I guess that maybe that's my last question is why, why is the working memory so important? Why am I like harping on, on this idea of working memory as opposed to other parts of your memory? Well, I think working memory has to be one of the most important parts of your brain. And why do I say that? Without working memory, without the ability to hold pieces of information in mind and multiple pieces of information so that you can make connections, so that you can do something with that information, so that you can internalize that information, so that you can communicate that information, you literally would not be able to ever think. <laughs> you cannot string together ideas in such a way that it would be meaningful and useful to anyone, yourself, to others, um, that all comes from working memory. The other thing is that when, if you can't do that, if you can't communicate ideas, if you can't work through ideas and, and problems and problem solve and like things like that, right? How can you ever know what you like? How can you know what you don't like? How can you know what, what is a part of you? like uniquely the, this, this whole human kind of like part of you, your identity, right? If you aren't able to think through anything, if you can't think through in the past, I've liked this, and today I, I like this, you don't get to see that progression. Uh, you don't get to see the ways in which um, you have um, made mistakes in the past and what is different about this situation now uh, and working through that. <laughs> you don't get to see um, what is actually of interest to you and hold that information in any kind of like meaningful way. All these things that like make you you, right? I, I feel like you really wouldn't be able to do that without working memory. Is there a study out there that I can like point to that actually like concretely says that? No, <laughs> um, but this is me just kind of like putting together some information about 
these different memory systems, what, what do you actually get to keep? You don't get to keep much if you aren't working through it, if you're not memorizing it in some sort of way, if you're not doing something with that information. And that is all done within working memory. So I think it is important <laughs> to be able to um, increase working memory. I think maybe the last thing I'll just say very quickly is that maybe, maybe you can't just improve working memory on the spot just by articulating it over and over again or just by refreshing or whatever, right? Maybe you really need to do things outside of that interaction where you're trying to remember something. Maybe you need to keep your stress levels down. I mean, stress, it does a few different things. It can decrease memory, but in the moment, it can also increase memory. But in general, you probably want to be less stressed than not if you're trying to really remember something. There's also like, again, I'll, I'll say the brain games thing again, the, this whole idea that like you can, you can use these skills, you can work on these skills outside of anything else. And then because you have worked on it, because you've educated yourself, because you've taken time to like learn and put in the energy and all that stuff, you're able to now in a separate moment, in a future moment, have more capacity to like remember things and deal with them cool right but if you're just trying to do things in the moment all the time and that's very hard you have to prepare yourself in order to to actually like succeed and so i don't know this kind of turned into like a moral <laughs> kind of thing um that's not what i was meaning to do but i i, I think that like that that is true right that if you really want to be able to increase your memory then you, you probably want to do this outside of the points in your life where it's actually important. But maybe there are techniques that you can do in, in real time. Time will tell. Research will tell. <laughs> but uh, I guess until then, that's, that's all I have to say on memory, for now, at least. There's so much more to talk about <laughs> with memory. Um, but for now, uh, I'll go ahead and end it here. Next month, I'm going to be devoting uh, this time and space to sleep and all the ins and outs of that um so i hope i hope you tune in more <laughs> i hope that um you check out some of the content that we are also making that is on roomforresearch.com and then also on social media at room for research and i guess until next time thank you for coming and um yeah uh, i'll talk to you next week bye for now